loving it. Always nice to start a segment with a little ACDC. Welcome back, though. Living the Good Life show live here in Los Angeles, Dallas, Rhode Island. We're all over the place, possibly Orange County with Coach Tracy. But so much to cover as we count down not only to the Super Bowl, lots of golf coverage, and uh, so many other things taking place that we are just uh, excited about. We got a great segment though coming your way here. We got a special guest. Uh, it's not every day you get to say two-time Super Bowl champion Dan Copen on the line with us right now. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah, we are good to go, man, and pretty excited. You know, it's been an interesting. I I'd say it's been interesting the last you know five days or so. Um, you know, and I guess we'll start off because you had the opportunity and the privilege to play with, you know, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, who has uh, officially, let's just say, has uh, officially announced retirement. Um, and, you know, we were we've been talking about it on the show and I've been talking about it amongst my friends. And it's just it's it's odd, you know, and I love football, but to say that, you know, the NFL without Tom Brady, it's just, it's kind of weird, right? It's a little different. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And then, uh, you know, I, I played with him for nine years and then I, I got another two years uh, that I played in Denver. Yeah. And I've been retired uh, 2013, so, you know, seven, eight years now. Yeah. Um, and I've had an opportunity to, you know, sort of step back from playing the game and thinking like a player and where I'm just a fan. I, I really am. I just like to watch football. It doesn't necessarily have to be the Patriots or the Broncos. I just like to watch good games. Although I am, you know, Patriot and Denver uh, Bronco, uh, one of the a fan sure, uh, of sure. them and want them to win. But, you know, other than that, I, I'm like you guys, I just enjoyed watching Tom Brady play. Not because I know him, not because, it's, you know, he's my friend. I just, he's a great player and he was still playing at, you know, an elite level. Yeah. And the fact that he's not, not going to be on the field on Sundays, you know, it's kind of like, it, I was talking to my buddy the other day, you know, it's like, it, it's his, it, his childhood chapter basically just closed, you know? So it's, I, I get the feeling that people have, and, and, you know, I'm right there with you. You know, I, I'm yeah. just as sad that he's not going to be out there on Sundays as well. Yeah, Dan, but uh, just enjoy my Los Angeles Rams and that great balance. <laughs> oh, boy. You'll be a new man. <laughs> yeah, you can talk about the Rams all you want, but I heard a lot of 49er fans in that stadium uh, uh, last year. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> hey Dan. Um, good luck. Know, good luck. I, actually, I, do th- I think they're going to win. I do think they're going to win. Oh, that's good. That's, that's nice to hear. You know, I want to just kind of uh, uh, rewind a little bit here because, um, you know, you grew up, I believe, in. Did you grow up in Iowa? I was born in Iowa. You were and born. Then I, uh, grew okay. up in Pennsylvania. So you okay? So you were born in, in in Iowa, but you grew up in Pennsylvania. You went to Boston College, and you actually stayed pretty close by. It wasn't that far, and you played for you know the Patriots for all those years. I just I'm curious, you know, as a kid growing up. You know, everyone has their their the positions that they they think they should play. You know, I, I'm actually coaching a team right now for our yeah. kids with Reggie Bush. We're having a lot of fun. Um, everyone, though, you look at parents; they all want to have their kid play this position or that position. Um, it's crazy times. But you growing up, first of all, when did you know you wanted to play football? And when did you, I mean, 
I, I got to assume your first position wasn't center, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I moved to moved around a little bit when I was younger, and I moved to Pennsylvania when I was seven. And the reason I signed up for I moved there in September. I think they already had sign ups. Uh, the first day the moving trucks were there, I saw some kids, you know, riding their bike on the street, and mm. uh, they mentioned something about football. So football was kind of a way for me to make friends in a new place. So oh, I was okay. able to sign up and and play that. So it was really I've been playing since second grade. So it was really an avenue for me to to feel comfortable in a new in a new state and a new home and around new friends. So that's what that's how I got started. I right. probably I you know maybe I played. I don't really know what position I played at first. I think in second grade, it's more about babysitting uh, those <laughs> yeah. kids than, you know, than, yeah. than really, really teaching them, you know, what you can do. But it was full contact. I may have been a lineman, but nobody really wants to be a lineman. Right. I mean, let, let, let's just face it. So, you, you you know, the bigger guys, you try out for fullback. You try and play tight end a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I played tight end in eighth grade. Uh, on the freshman level, uh-huh. I played tight end and fullback uh, in freshman year, and then I was starting to play tight end my sophomore year. And the uh, varsity coach came to me and said, "Okay, um, you're playing right tackle in the varsity game <laughs> yeah. next week." And that's basically how how I made it. It's not the most glamorous position. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about that. There's other other spots that you're going to get more attention to yourself, but. Uh-huh. It is definitely one of the most important, and you're not going to win a lot of football games if you don't control line scrimmage. Thousand percent. Yep, no doubt about it. And yeah, it's really cool. And you know, I got to get into it a little bit here because you know, you you retired in '13. Um, you got into obviously the NFL around 2003, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but you know, you now looking into it, you're watching the game. But I, I'd love to get your opinion. Because uh, we, we interview so many players from back in the day to now. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, how has it changed in your eyes? A lot, some of the guys from the old school, you know, we've had Jerry Rice on the show, do you name it? And they're like, well, you know, we we used to hit harder. <laughs> so, you know, what what is the yeah. difference between now and when you played, as an example? You know, I, I don't necessarily, I don't, you know, I hit harder, I Probably, probably not. I think just people in general and the athletes that you see out on the field now are just, you know, spectacular, really. Yeah. I mean, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Right. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just the evolution of, of, of you know, the, of a human being. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know about that. I think, you know, safety is a definite, uh, a, a, a emphasis uh, going forward. And it should be, you know, right. I think it's, it's, it, it's they're trying to control it a right. little bit and sometimes probably they go for go too far with it no doubt but they're trying to keep the players safe and they're that that's that's the fine line so maybe it's not as as violent or loosey-goosey as it was in the past uh-huh. but it's definitely still a high-end you know quality product with you know those collisions but they you know they just want them to do it in the right way and that starts you know, Adam, that starts with, you know, youth football and, you know, the heads up tackling and, and teaching those kids the correct techniques mm-hmm. um, where, you know, if you teach it at a young age, then they're going to carry through with it through high school and college. And, yeah. and it will it, you'll see that transition into the pro game. Dan, that's a good segue to talk about the squad locker. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you've been into with regards to uh, the gear and the squad locker? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. And, 
you know, when you retire, there's a, there's a void and you're missing what you're going to do every day. Cause when you play, you know exactly what you're going to do. So I did a bunch of different things. And then I, I found myself talking to a buddy of mine who worked for a company called squad locker. And what we do is custom decorated apparel. And we really try and take out the middleman and give more time back to these coaches and administrators to spend with their family, to spend more time working on coaching, to spend more time, hell, going to play golf. And, you know, really, how you want to use your time is is up to you, but time's the most valuable thing that we have. And as Squad Locker, we're going to outfit all these youth organizations, these high schools, corporate America, with uniforms, with spirit wear. And we're going to go direct to the player at home, like an Amazon-like uh, experience um, where – these administrators, they have enough to do. So let, let, let's let our account executives handle it. And we can, we can outfit and spirit wear uniforms direct to the player home where they don't have to bother with it. It, it, it truly is. Yeah. That's when cool. I, you know, I've, 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 I've spent my whole life in teams. And when you find something that you truly believe in the idea and you believe in the people here are trying to do good, um, while creating creating a service that is easy for those coaches and administrators to use, I love it. That's absolutely amazing. Of course, yeah. go to the website too, which is to find out more information on it. www.squadlocker.com. Okay, um, you can find all the information there. You can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, uh, at Squad Locker. You can follow me at Cope sixty seven. DM me. Um, if you need anything, if you want some more information, okay. I can set you up with somebody. But you know, I mean, I mean, we're looking for convenience. You know, nowadays, you know, people have changed, and you know, I think we've seen over the last two years that uh, there's a different way to do things, especially with Amazon yeah. uh, coming coming uh, to the forefront. And you know, we we stand behind our product, and it's single unit. It's not like you have to go through the old way of buying. I've got to buy 24 of these, and now you have 12 sitting on the shelf afterwards. What am I going to do with the 12? Right. So we operate on a single unit, custom decorated, uh, piece by piece. Okay. Dan, where are your two Super Bowl rings? You got an eye on them? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they should still be in the safe, and I don't bring them out very, very often. Only for you know really special occasions, but I mean. Being able, that is the ultimate goal. And you think about that, you go to Super Bowl parties as a kid and to be able to play in a few of those games and ultimately win a couple of them um, is just an experience that you can never, never recreate and cherish the memories from those seasons, the memories of yeah, those yeah. players. And obviously every time you, every time you look at those rings, you know, those memories come back to you. So it's, they're, they're, they're special, man. I got a couple questions here. Um, um, you know, you got into the league, I think, in 2003, but you also won both Super Bowls <laughs> right when you got into the NFL. I mean, it was back-to-back. and Sure. I mean, first of all, that's tremendous, and that doesn't really happen that often. You know what I mean? So, first of all, I want to ask you about how that was. Um, and then after, I want to also get your take on, did you – I don't think you – you played against like Aaron Donald as an example because I think he was drafted in fourteen, but I could be wrong. But that being right. said, yep. who did you face that was someone as dominant as he was? Because you were center and you you know you had to protect, especially up the middle. So anyone come up to you know come to mind who was just almost as dominant as him, or if not more? Yeah, you know I mean. 
just to answer the second part first, yeah. and they're probably two different type players, but I think for me personally, Chris Jenkins was okay. like a combination. Like for, for, for linemen, I don't mind the bigger guys that are kind of slower. I mean, it's those shifty, more powerful guys like a Darren Donald, um, you know, J.J. Watt. Uh, I played against him. Like those those quick guys really give some linemen some problems. And Aaron Donald is just spectacular. And I, I kind of, you know, wish I had a chance to go against him just to see how good he really is because I know he's really good. But uh, one guy that comes to mind that's kind of like him that I played, Geno Atkins. Yeah. Geno Atkins was a really – Really good, maybe pre pre Aaron Donald type player. Uh-huh. I remember we played him in the preseason. I think one year um, he was either a rookie or a second year guy, and he was a three technique. We were sliding to his side, and he came down on a spike, which basically means he's over the guard, and he slanted down to over the center because they were bringing some pressure off the outside. I'm not even kidding, you guys. He leveled me. He absolutely <laughs> pancaked me, and it was just like. You know, that was one of those things like, okay, uh, there's a new there's a new style coming in this league for defense alignment. You know, he wasn't the tallest guy. He wasn't the heaviest guy. But, man, was he great with his hands. He mm-hmm. was great with his leverage. He had unbelievable shiftiness and unbelievable power. And that was probably the one guy that I can relate to, Aaron Donald, that I played against. And, you know, the back-to-back that you mentioned earlier, it hasn't happened since since we did it. So yeah. that's how hard that is. Um that's how hard it is to do. You know, you're you're sitting on top of the mountain, and everybody's trying to trying to knock you off. So you're, you're getting everybody's best shot. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rub it in your face, but I am a New York Giant fan, <laughs> so I loved uh, that they took a couple yeah. of those from you, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got a lot of good a lot of good friends on uh, on the Giants: Chris Lee, uh Sean O'Hara, yeah. Soybert, You know, all oh, those. Yeah. I mean. I, and and they they they're they're pretty glad also from from my conversations uh, with them and you know I just just finished uh, I think episode four Man of the Arena I wouldn't watch it for the longest time just because you still have nightmares about that game but hmm. you know that's the game of football you know the 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 ultimate you know you you if you want to be known forever you've got to win that last game and I, I understand that and the good thing about NFL, you know, anybody that, you know, it's a cliche and I say them all the time, but anybody could win on any given Sunday. There's, right. there's, there's truth to that. You know, I, I, I like the Rams, you know, next weekend, but the Bengals can definitely come out and, and, and win the game. There's, it's, it's about parody and they got great players on both teams. Everybody's yeah. getting paid and, and, and they're the best at what they do. So it's, it, it's about how you, you know, about how you execute and how you play that day, and, and unfortunately for those giant games, we just we 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 didn't have enough. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, uh, I, I got to switch gears here because one of our most favorite subjects is golf, and I want—I know you play golf. Uh, how did you? Did, when, when did you yeah. start playing golf? I played in high school a lot. My dad was really good. He was a scratch golfer okay. uh, for a number of years. He's. 68, 69, he'll be 70 this year. He, I mean, he shot his age, you know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's still, wow. he can still put the ball, he can still put the ball in the hole and play golf early on, you know, sporadically. You try and play in college, yeah. you know, you don't have enough money, you don't have enough time. So really when I got to the NFL off seasons, when I, you know, 
really try to pick it back up. Yeah. But then again, then you have family, you have kids, and that takes away from it too. So uh, it's just a great game for me to compete with myself. I don't really need anybody out there. I don't need to play big money games. Mm -hmm. If it's a dollar, it's worth it. If I'm going out by myself on the practice range or just playing, walking the course, yeah, it's, it's therapeutic for me in a sense where I don't get that competition anywhere else and I don't need anybody else to do it. I know that's well said. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's, you know, and phenomenal. And you see a lot of guys, uh, you know, that pick it up, especially NFL players. I think it's, you know, it, it releases that that uh, that void that you have for some people. You know, for some people, it's not right, but uh, it's just it's a, it's just a phenomenal game. You follow it at all? I do. I do. I I, I like to watch it. You know, I think as I get older, I, I think I'm turning into my dad, where he would sit <laughs> on the couch on a Saturday and Sunday, and if, if you're a high school kid or something, it's like, God damn, this is boring. You know, you just <laughs> what are you doing. Next? And, and 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 now, sure enough, you know, forty, forty-two years old, and you know that's what you look for. You know, when those masters commercials, you know, come out on the air, mm-hmm. and I mean that, I mean that gets your heart going a little bit. You know, you, you know, early April's coming, and you know what you're going to be doing that weekend. <laughs> Hey, man, well, we could talk to you forever. We appreciate your time. Again, reminding everyone, check out squadlocker.com. And, uh, again, enjoy the Absolutely. Super Bowl next week. Uh, hopefully uh, keep it in the fairway next time you play golf. And let's stay in touch. Maybe next time you're in Los Angeles or Dallas. Absolutely. We'd love to play some golf with you, man. Yeah, I'd appreciate it, guys. That'd be fun. And uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, check out squadlocker.com. And you guys keep living a good life, man. There you go. Thanks, Dan. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. There you go. Living the Good Life Show, bringing it to you yet again. Dan Copen, two-time Super Bowl champion. Loving it. We'll be right back. Taking my bows and my curtain calls. You brought me fame and fortune and everything that goes with it. I thank you all. But it's been no bed of roses, no pleasure cruise. I consider it a challenge.